this is Jason Moss, and you've joined us for another edition of Manufacturing News Network, and we're doing a, a, a member spotlight for George Manufacturing Alliance, and, and I'm really excited to have, have Joe on the line with us. Um, Joe, Joseph Solhide, has, um, he began his career at Fastenal back in 2007. Seems like, you know, forever long ago, I'm sure, in some aspects, but, um, and Joe was promoted to the welding and abrasive a product manager back in 2019 and then he served as the senior product manager for safety products uh, for the safety products team from 2012 to 2014 and then as regional safety sales manager for the midwest from 2014 to 2017 and starting in uh, august 2017 joe became fastenal's director of safety for its eastern business unit and that includes uh, the Eastern U.S. and Canada. And I'm really, really stoked to, to be able to get to know Joe a little bit better. And I'm sure you guys are going to be able to learn some, uh, some, some pretty interesting facts, not only just about Fastenal, but also about Joe. And the, uh, that's, that's part of what we like to do on these member spotlights is we love to showcase the company, but also get to know some of the leadership and, and find out what's going on in that space. So, so Joe, welcome to, the, welcome to the call. Glad to have you on board. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Jason. I really appreciate it. All right, good deal. Well, this is going to be a real casual day. Uh, we do have a lot of people that are listening in on, on the call, and this call is also going to be launched through our podcast series, so that'll be coming out a little bit later in the day, but, um, uh, but we've got a lot of folks that are listening live. If you happen to be listening live and you have specific questions, we will encourage you to put those in the Q&A section, and after the call, I'll pass those along to Joe, and we'll make sure we get those questions answered for you. But uh, with that being said, little, again, a little housekeeping um, there for the, for the podcast and the Zoom meeting. Um, and, and again, what I'd like to do is, is find out a little bit more about the person. So, so Joe, uh, Joe, tell me a little bit about yourself. Do you, do you prefer Joe or Joseph? Kind of how does that work for you? Yeah, either way, uh, like I told you earlier, I'm, I'm from Minnesota, so I roll my O's. Uh, and when I say Joe Solheide, it sounds like Joel, and it's not Joel, it's Joe or Joseph. So either way, Jason, it, that's great. Perfect, perfect. Well, again, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from originally, and, and um, uh, where are you located now? Yeah, so uh, I'm originally from a, a, a suburb of the Twin Cities uh, called Prior Lake, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. uh, moved down to Winona in 2004 for college, and uh, started fast on 2007 and just never left. Um, so I've been in Winona since 2004 and uh, I've been with Fast and all that, that entire time, my entire full-time career and uh, very proud of that, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I hope to, to end my career here too. So hopefully it, uh, it lasts a little bit longer, but uh, that, you know, I, I enjoy being outdoors. Um, I just, uh, my wife and I have um, uh, our first son, uh, he's about 11 months old. So we're oh, busy with him. And yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, and, uh, and this year, has probably been the craziest seven months of, uh, of my entire Fastenal career for, you know, for a lot of us, it's been that way. So a uh, lot of, lot of long nights, a lot of uh, long days, but uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, it, um, that, you know, it's all about helping people. And that's why I really like my job. Uh, mm -hmm. I love what, what we do every day in, in the safety realm. And uh, luckily it's, it's, uh, you know, been able to contribute to uh, society, society in a big way. And, um, and so, yeah, that, that's really me, man. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. Yeah. I don't need a, a lot of frills or, or a lot of extras. Um, yeah. I, I just like, you know, enjoying life and, uh, and working hard and, uh, and, and trying to help our customers every day. 
I love that. I love that. I tell you, I'm, I'm a father too. I'm a little bit ahead of you on the, on the track. I've got a, uh, my son's going to be graduating in the spring, uh, for, with a, with a degree in, uh, business marketing. So Very cool. a little bit, a little bit ahead of you, on, like I said, on the path, but sure. I was, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I was not a big fan of the first six months of being a daddy. I, yeah, I'll just, just be very candid because Wesley, man, he was so small. He was, he seemed tiny and he, I, I was afraid that I was going to break him and I was pretty <laughs> sure that I couldn't put him back, you know? Right. Um, right. So I decided that, you know, we, we'd keep him and, and it worked out. And one of the things that I learned is, you know, a lesson as a parent, a, a great friend of mine, a really smart, smart guy told me one time, he said, he said, enjoy every, every stage and every phase of being a parent. And I believe after the first six months now I'm qualified, after the first six months, every year has been the best year because sure. they learn so many different things and they're always on a, on a, on a journey of exploration. And if you can sit back and just watch them, you know, and sometimes you want to contribute and help and point them in the right direction yeah. and all of that stuff. But, uh, but it's fun just to watch them. Don't buy into the terrible two stuff. That, that is, <laughs> that is a myth, dude. Don't even, don't even go there. Right. Sure. But, but it's just, they're figuring out new ways to communicate. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and even at 22, sometimes, you know, they won't answer their <laughs> phone, but they'll text you all day. It's like yeah. you call them and then they text you back. Well, what do you need? I need you to answer the phone. Right. <laughs> different communication styles. But, great, uh, great advice. But, Thanks, Jason. I appreciate yeah, that. But, but, but being a parent, I mean, again, it's a joy of my life and I know you're going to yeah, enjoy every, every piece of it. So congratulations there. Yeah, thank you. Um, and when you're not, you know, when you're not uh, d d doing daddy duty and, and, and working, what are some of the other things that you like to do? What do you, do you like getting out, outdoors? You do any hunting and fishing, any of that kind of stuff? Yeah. If, uh, if it's the summer, I'm a, I'm probably on a golf course. Okay. Uh, you'll, yeah. you'll catch me uh, doing that. Or if, if it's the winter, it's ice fishing. Um, oh, nice. And, uh, and th I mean, really that that's about my only two hobbies. I take both of those pretty seriously. And, uh, and yeah, that, that, that's, that's about the, the extent of what I like to do. I love sports. Mm -hmm. Um, it, you know, love to, to see those get back here and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, but that's really about it, man. Like I said, I'm a pretty simple guy. I, uh, not a, not a lot else outside of that, but love golf that this time of year is, is perfect for that. And then, uh, I can't wait for it to get cold and get some ice on the water. Nice. Nice. That's, that's on my bucket list. I do want to ice fish. I've never done that. You don't get to do much of that in Georgia, right? Jason, and, come on up to Winona anytime, man. Love to take you out. It's a I'll great take, experience. I will take you up on that. I'll you bet. You. you know, we got involved with Fastenal several years ago and as an organization. So the Georgia Manufacturing Alliance, what we're, you know, our, our organization is designed to help support and grow manufacturing in the state of Georgia. And, uh, Fastenal came on board with us a while back as a, as a corporate sponsor. You know, we're, we don't do any politics, so we're not, we're not lobbying and we don't have any kind of certification. So everything that we do is based on memberships and corporate sponsorships. And that allows us to, to do, you know, typically do tours and events and that sort of thing. And the 12 months, you know, 2019, we did 120 live events. And one of those events, we actually toured the Fastenal Distribution Center over Absolutely. in Douglasville. And man, that was like, Dude, that you guys have got it going on as far as being able to manage products and supply, uh, you know, supply the world, and, and and so many of our manufacturers depend on you guys. But I wanted to pick your brain a little bit today about um, about Fastenal's role with manufacturers. You know, how you see yourselves. I mean, I know that you you help manufacturers from everything. I mean, we we've toured everything from you know from from. Kings Hawaiian dinner rolls all the way up to Gulfstream, you know, mm -hmm. jets. Sure. 
and, and, and buses and, you know, caterpillars and all these different things. Right. And so we get to see all these cool things. And it's, it's funny. I see that common theme. I see, you know, I see a lot of blue boxes around in some of my tours and that's always been pretty intriguing. So, um, but, but tell me what you, what you see your role in, in the manufacturing and how you work with manufacturers. What's, what's the big thing that you bring to the table? Yeah, uh, Jason, I think it's really simple. Um, we're, we're a supply chain management company. That, mm -hmm. That's really what it comes down to. Um, we are not experts in a manufacturing process. That's what we leave up to you and your members and right. the people who make widgets and buses and, and Kaiser rolls and, and whatever else you can think of, right? They're really good at that. They've perfected processes. They're engineers. They, that they're really trying to spend as much time, you know, perfecting that, that manufacturing process. Well, the last thing they want to worry about is, you know, making sure that they have enough gloves for their employees to wear or making sure they have enough supplies to keep that manufacturing process fed. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really where we come in, right? We, we make sure that, that we're a partner in, in, a, uh, in a process that, that we're experts in today. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, I, I really feel like the, the best supply chain partners out there um, know how to move product effectively and efficiently throughout your entire supply chain, whether it's, you know, Georgia or whether it's globally, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have expertise in that we're in 27 different countries, I believe, and, mm -hmm. and growing. And, uh, you know, we're also all over the state of Georgia. So um, no matter where you are, um, that, that supply chain is, is really important. And I think one of the differentiators that makes Fastenal a little unique is that we try to get as close to the customer as possible. So um, our best relationships or our most successful are ones where we're inside of your facility in some way, shape, or form. That could be with a vendor managed inventory platform. That could be with our on-site model. It could be an integrated model. It, it, it could be all of those different things and more. Um, but that, that's why you see so many different Fastenal uh, servicing locations throughout the world. Um, we, we try to get as, uh, you know, as close to that, that customer as possible because we know the shorter the supply chain, the less time that it takes to move that product in and around or through or uh, outside your facility, the, the, the better the, the customer off uh, it is. So, um, so really, that, that's where we come in. Um, really, really simply, we're, we're a supply chain partner and a supply chain management company. And you know, we tailor and um, really customize our approach to each of those individual customers because someone who makes a bus has as much different needs than even maybe someone who makes fire trucks or right. someone who, you know, is a bakery or mm -hmm. someone who has a more complicated manufacturing process. Right. Um, you know, those are all truly customized solutions that, that we try to bring to the table. Right. That's, that, that's cool. And, and that's, you know, when I, when I saw, um, I'm, I'm familiar with, you know, our local stores, right? So, so a lot of people sure. think that Fastenal is their local, store right their 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 retail spot and 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 once they kind of get get connected they understand that it's a much broader so what kind of what kind of footprint or you know how how big globally for those that don't know is is fast all what's your what's not only just overall as far as is volume but also in the in the safety side which is i know that's a big you know that's your that's your sweet spot yeah that, that's my sweet spot for sure so uh we're we're a little over a five billion dollar company um that uh, you know as of 2019 uh, looks like 2020 should be a, a good year a little bit above that mm -hmm. um that you know in in relation to safety it's uh you know probably around 20 percent of our business now so that's a billion dollar safety business um you know i i think really quietly if it's if it's me talking just because uh, so many people think of us on the fastener side which they should we're the 
we're, we're the, uh, the world's largest faster distributor, um, or at least for North America anyways. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, 27 different countries, um, the international piece of our business continues to, to you know, continue to grow. We have over 1,000 on-site locations, which is where we're actually very, very close or inside of a customer's four walls. And then we have a little over 2,000 public service stores that, that you talk about there. Um, I think 15 distribution centers throughout the world. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the, 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 the reach and the vast of Fastenal definitely goes beyond that, that Fastenal store. But, uh, you know, Jason, to your point, um, Fastenal is nothing without its people and without those local servicing locations going out and, and getting close to those customers every day. Um, right. We probably have more feet on the street uh, that, you know, the people who are inside of, of customers every day servicing them and, and talking to them about their supply chain than, than really anybody else out there. I think the, the total number of FTE we have that, that actually do that on a daily basis is something like 17,000 people. Uh, and I think, you know, the, the total employee counts maybe 21,000 plus. So uh, we have well over 75% of our company dedicated to servicing our customers. Right. That's all they do, right? And then we have this big machine behind the machine is what we like to call it, you know, uh, making all of those folks successful. So uh, it, it really is something that, uh, you know, if you've only seen a local store and you've never been to a DC or you've never been to uh, one of our manufacturing locations or anything else, mm -hmm. it, uh, it, it goes so far beyond what, what that local store has and the support mechanisms be, uh, behind it are, uh, are really uh, never ending. Right. Right. That's, that's, that is, that is neat. One of the things that, that you mentioned when you, when we first started talking today was uh, about your longevity with the company. And that's one thing that really stands out to me. I mean, I have the opportunity, we go into all different kinds of facilities and see all different kinds of cultures. And one of the things that stood out to me was the, was the corporate culture at Fastenal and the engagement of the employees and the, um, I mean, just, I mean, you can just feel the vibe, you know, I mean, you can mm -hmm. just kind of see what's going on in the space and, and, and every interaction that I've had with, with Fastenal has been, has been rock solid. Now, when we did the tour, uh, I may, I may put you on the spot. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pull this off or not, but, okay. um, so we're going to archive this zoom call on a, on a, on a special page and okay. it's a member spotlight page, at Georgia manufacturing Alliance. You can go to the about us and click, look for member spotlight. So you'll be able to rewatch this video um, and, and watch how I put you right on the spot. And then, <laughs> and then we're also, for those that are listening on our podcast series, that's where you can find the link to this. And there's a really cool video that we're going to put on that landing page that tells the story that really for me wrapped up, it's kind of hard to do a visual on a podcast. So just bear with us. That's why we're putting these two pieces together. But, but really how Fastenal's supplies their customers and, 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 and plays such an integral role in manufacturing. Um, and so uh, we've had to change as an organization. You know, we do tons of live events. Again, we did you know, 120 events last year. Well, we didn't do 120 events this year. We did a bunch in January and February, but hadn't done any sense, right? We've done two smaller. Sure. Right? But, um, and so and we had a big, big summit scheduled and you guys are going to be a, one of our partners at the, at the summit this year. Again, y'all did that last year. And, and, and so we, we've transitioned, we still want to get the message out. And that's kind of why we're spotlighting a key companies. And the main reason that I spotlighted you, I want to get you guys on early on as we were rolling this podcast series out was that, the feedback that I have gotten from the field, from our other members, when I'm asking people, 
you know, how has COVID impacted their business and what are some of the challenges that they ran into? One of the, one of the things that I hear over and over and over is supply chain, supply chain, supply chain, man, we just got nailed with so many different parts and pieces. What do we do? And, and for me, one of the first things that I ask about is what about your safety? You know, cause every, successful business that I know, I mean, like the number one thing, top thing above profit is to make sure that their folks are safe. Right? Sure. Those are the kind of companies that you want to go work for, right? for sure. And, sure. and so I'm, I'm asking the question about PPE, you know, what's going on? How do you find PPE? And more often than not, um, I've had several people say, well, I got this little blue box over there. I ain't real sure how they do it, <laughs> but, but, it, <laughs> but it constantly supplies my folks with what we need. They don't put a bunch extra, but they, you know, they're handled. And, and that allows me, you know, a lot of the folks that I've been talking to, to focus and, and like you said, concentrate on what they make rather than managing those pieces. But from a, from a bigger perspective, uh, I'd like you to share some of the stories that we talked about earlier about, you know, what does the supply chain look like in specifically safety and PPE? And how have you guys been able to work through that? You know, and, and I think we talked a little bit about gloves and availability and that sort of thing. So sure. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the softball there, Jason, you can yeah. put me on the spot on that one, because uh, I've been living it right, right. and living it uh, for a long time. So I'll give you kind of an overview on what Fastenal has done uh, to really help, you know, all of our customers the best we can and talk to you about the challenges and, and kind of you know, what are some things that, that we believe a good supply chain partner does uh, to, to mitigate some of that, right? So number one, um, we took the stance back uh, when, when we really started to see supply issues, uh, we locked down our inventory um, to, to really service those customers who were there for us on a regular basis. And what I mean by that is if you were a customer who purchased, you know, a box of disposable gloves or an N95 respirator from us every single month, we locked that inventory down so that that one time buy or that, that person just walking off the street, um, they, they didn't have access to that inventory because uh, our commitment when we put that, that blue vending machine in your facility or that bolt bin or, or, or whatever sort of inventory management we have, even if it's just keeping it the, uh, at the local store, uh, that, that inventory and that supply chain all the way back to the, the manufacturers dedicated to those customers. So we wanted to be committed to, to them and, uh, we we put a process in place internally to not you know kind of allow for that inventory to go anywhere okay. and uh, and I think we were really successful at that but um, then you know of course through throughout COVID you know you talk about pivoting right um, there were quite a few pivot points for us and and the uh, you know FEMA and the federal government and and everyone came out and kind of gave us a list of life sustaining businesses critical industries that sort of thing that really the the United States and, and North America and the world. Uh, needs to to continue to move and run and interact. So we pivoted a little bit and focused some of our inventory that uh, maybe went into, I'll call it um, prior to, to COVID, non-traditional channels. Okay. Um, you know, we, we started to sell to more hospitals and provide, you know, some supply chain to government accounts. And, um, and again, things that, that we had dabbled in, you know, prior to, to COVID, but um, that, you know, really kind of forced us to, to look at, you know, who are our current customers today, segment them, categorize them, still make sure we're taking care of our everyday customers, because those are always going to be really important, but be able to pivot to really help society, right? Right. Um, so you look at that $1 billion uh, safety number that, that we've achieved, and uh, really what that comes down to is, uh, that, you know, 
helping society kind of get back to operating, right? Yeah. And and so then you, yeah, yeah, yeah as safely as safe as possible, right? Um, you know, our our stores, um, uh, although they were closed to the public for some time, and some still are, they continue to operate. You know, yeah. so much of what we do um, goes out our back door and into the customer facility that we were still able to operate. Um, it, it, you know, with, uh, with, with some contingency plans there, right. um, it, you know, we have a lot of solutions around touchless delivery and, and I won't go into the specifics, but ultimately we came out of this with, you know, a new appreciation for people who really value a supply chain partner, right? Someone mm-hmm. who can come in and talk to them, not about their next three months, but what does their next six and 12 and 24 months look like? And how can we secure somewhat of a supply chain to, to help them? And so now we're at a point or, or, you know, that, that third pivot where we're back to normal and trying to, again, keep that everyday customer safe and, right. and, you know, providing those safety products to them. We're at a point where we've developed a lot of new relationships with new customers and, you know, they're asking us the same questions they're asking you, mm-hmm. where can I find this product? How can I secure a, a supply chain so that moving forward uh, it, you know, I can be successful. And again, I cannot have to worry about, you know, disposable glove inventory, I can just go back to doing what I do best. And, and that's making products, right? Um, and, and so we've, we've tried to, uh, you, you know, get, gather as much product as we can, but at the same time, not lose, not lose sight of our values that got us here, you know, um, selling quality products, making sure they meet the specifications and the standards that everyone wants, right? Um, because there's a lot of people out there that, um, have counterfeit products, have fraudulent products. We've, we've dealt with a lot of that. We've dealt with a lot of products that just don't meet our quality standards, right? right. Um, we, we have the ability to globally source uh, just about any safety product that there is with, with our capabilities and, and our size, but we've chosen not to deal with a lot of companies just due to the fact that uh, they're not going to provide the, the, the best type of product for our customers. And mm-hmm. uh, that, that's hard to communicate and, and people have a hard time believing that, but that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you how many, you know, different factories we've communicated with and uh, received products from that, that we've simply just said no, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's Let's it's one of those. It. it comes from Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. Yeah, and, and whether it's a nationally branded product or whether it has, you know, our bodyguard uh, name on it, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, that that product has to work just like it does every single time. And, and to sacrifice quality over, you know, that quantity or, or just to get someone what they want. Um, it is not something we're willing to do. So uh, we get our quality background from from the fastener side of things. And mm-hmm. so many of those critical fasteners go into, you know, all the things that, that we use every day. We take those same standards and we apply that to safety. And, and we probably overdo it. But to us, um, you know, that lasting relationship and that long term, um, that, you know, kind of product quality side of things is really, really important. So um, you know, we have been able to, to get a little bit more product, not a lot. Uh, we, we are on allocation from many of the manufacturers we deal with or the factories that we deal with specifically. But, um, you know, the, the other thing that we've done outside of just getting products, and, and again, this is something that I think any, any great supply chain partner does, is that they're willing to be flexible and they're bringing new ideas to the table. So, okay. Um, for example, when someone needs a disposable glove, we had a, a customer come to us and they have many locations throughout the U S and they had said, Hey, we need, you know, X million of, of disposable gloves. And we said, well, that that's going to be a challenge, no right? Let's not, yeah, let, let's talk about that. And what it ended up happening was we, we got a few white papers together on 
the benefit of using different types of gloves versus disposable gloves, right? And how they could still protect you just as well, not only from the hazards that exist, but from COVID spread. And, you know, we provided a lot of documentation and information back to this company safety team. And what they were able to do is then, you know, be in their facilities. We weren't able to, our, our team wasn't able to go in there, but um, they were able to go into their facilities, reevaluate some of those applications that they were actually using disposable gloves in. And actually they cut their order, I think in it to down to a 10th of the size that they had originally wanted. And, and they had actually been able to pivot themselves um, into something that was readily available, something that we could actually show them cost savings on because over time, you know, they wouldn't have to use as many disposable gloves. Mm -hmm. And, and so what ended up happening was we were able to fulfill the actual disposable glove need that they had because it was much smaller. Right. We were able to give them new and different ideas on different types of products they could use. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were ultimately able to save the money at the end of the day. It was kind of like a, it, it was a perfect storm in a great way. Uh, but, but that's what we do all day, every day, right? So not only managing the supply chain side of it, but continuously improving everything that that's at the core of Fastenal, right? We, we talk about continuous improvement um, all day long with our customers. Um, we have, um, a, you know, a great safety team and, and just a great Fastenal team out there that, man, we share these ideas, right? So when we found this work for them, we want to share that with the world. We want to bring that to, to all of our customers. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not just in disposable gloves. That could be a fastener. That could be an electrical product. Mm -hmm. That could be a metalworking product. That could be whatever you do. Uh, we have a lot of great ideas and, and a lot of new things that, that we try to keep, you know, relevant and, and, uh, and fresh and, and, and different. Mm -hmm. compared to um, some other folks out there. So it's, it's not only the, 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 the product management side of it, the supply chain management side, it's that, you know, maybe what we've used for the last 10 years, there's a new technology out there. There's something different that'll last longer, that works better. Or in a time like this, when supply is not available on a specific product, we can pivot to a product that we know is readily available uh, that will ultimately, you know, help, help benefit our customers uh, in some way. And, um, it's just a, a really, it was a really great success story to be able to share. And, and I appreciate you teeing it up for us because yeah. um, that, that's what a great supply chain partner does. They don't just manage a, 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 a bolt bin at your facility. They come in and say, hey, you know, I saw well, that, it, yeah. it, you know, I see your safety manager who's actually supposed to be keeping people safe, handing out PPE to everybody. And they're that they're doing inventory management. They don't need to do that, right? They need to right. be a safety manager There's or a tool for that, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they need to be a production manager or they they need to 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 look at the finances. That they, they don't need to to worry about the the supply chain or uh it, you know manually doing all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. There's there's so much technology that that we bring into the background of what we do as as well um that that really changes the game that 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 really really helps us to, to, to be hopefully what, what, you know, our customers consider to be best in class. And then, you know, the, the other side of this too, is that we're, we're a very decentralized company that you talk about our culture. Mm -hmm. uh, that's in our nature, right? We, yeah. we grew up uh, giving people the ability to, uh, to, to really make local business decisions. And yes, you have this big behemoth behind you helping you and, and doing those different things, but um, we really have the ability, even down to that, you know, local fastenal store to make a local business decision. If it's, you know, good for their customer and it makes sense for us, they can make that decision. And there's nothing that um, is going to restrict or, or or take away from that, right? Mm -hmm. So 
that's part of that pivot process that um, even, uh, you know, as challenging as it was uh, as a corporation, I think so many of our, our local Fastenal team members in the community or around, uh, you know, the world were able to make those choices on a, a right now basis, right? They didn't have to answer to anybody. They didn't have to, you know, go through uh, any red tape. Uh, maybe they did a little bit, but uh, yeah. we make it really, really um, hopefully easy for all of our folks mm-hmm. to uh, to be able to challenge themselves to think outside of that, you know, that box that, that we all put ourselves in and mm-hmm. uh, really help our customers be successful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and empowering the folks locally. I mean, Jason Capes is, happens to be one of the folks I'm most engaged with here in the Atlanta market. Jason's been phenomenal to work with. And, and, and when we came in and did, uh, did the tour, you know, we talked a, little, a lot about the culture and talked about the bits and pieces. And I don't know if I can put my, put my hand on the book right now. Um, Oh, I bet you that's the power of fastenal people, right? Yeah, how to what a concept. Um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to again see if I could put you on the spot for is sure. if we could put the pieces together. Uh, maybe down at the bottom of the the this this permanent page is mm-hmm. have a link so if somebody wanted to get one of these books. Absolutely, encourage bit. You know, to again, it's sharing best practices. I believe that if we can if we can help through this conversation help help somebody avoid just one landmine in their business, you know, and their leadership development and their teams, you know, give them an idea, we've we've done our part. Right? Sure. And and I know that that book is completely full of really great ideas and concepts. So so we'll, we'll try to make that available uh, again. Go to uh, Georgia Manufacturing Alliance and About Us and uh, Member Spotlight, and look for the Fast and All piece. And we'll, we'll make that available. And I think that'll be a really cool way to, you know, just to, just to give back into the community and see, see sort of how that works. Um, and we've got, we've talked about a variety of different things in, in business and how we're all dealing with COVID differently. Um, looking back on it, what, what, what are, what's the, what's the, um, the thing that you wish you would have known when COVID kicked off in your space? Sure. Uh, Yeah, I I think we, we wish we probably could have predicted the, the increase in demand a little bit better, right? I think all, all of us can, can look back on that and say, Hey, you know, the, um, the, the demand for some of these products and, um, you know, things like that, we, we probably would have loved to get ahead of. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think the, the other thing is just the, uh, the, the impact that, that it was going to have, right. Realizing and understanding that, um, it, you know, this affected every single customer that, that we have, right. Being able to, uh, being able to try to help all those folks that came to us and that, uh, you know, we, we sometimes just didn't have a solution for them or, you know, knowing now that, you know, we are able to pivot and find additional products or different things there that, uh, that we could have offered or brought mm-hmm. to the table, to really get ahead of this and that's mitigation, right? It's that risk. It's, and, and really um, from my perspective, sitting where I do, um, you know, I, I, unfortunately I'd love to be in front of a customer every day, but I'm just not right. I'm not yeah. in one of our local stores. The, the, the great part about it is that they were right. And they, they were real time solving issues and problems as it related to that supply chain. So really I, I wish we just could have gotten ahead of stuff, you yeah. know um, that's, that's probably the biggest thing, but you know, I think we did a lot of things right. That that's the other thing. I look back on it, and we we constantly reflect uh, as a company, and and we look at and we say, you know, 
did we do the right thing, right? Or, or are we improving? And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I, I think we really did. Um, I think we got, I think we got COVID right as, as right as we could have, yep. um, you know, and uh, we just, we, all of these challenges and all of these things that, that we've gone through are only going to make us better, right? Yep. So uh, I look at what the next 12 or 24 or 36 months brings for our company. And wow, we are, we are learning so much right now that, that is going to propel us into the future and just continue to make us a better supply chain partner for our customers. Uh, that, that's what I'm excited about. So, yeah. um, it, you know, what, what we should have learned through all of this or what we could have done better. Yeah, there's a few things, but we did a lot right. You know, yeah. we, 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 were, we were really true to ourselves. We didn't get too far away from our values and, and the things that got us here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we just tried to, to continually improve each month. And, you know, it's a, it's a big company to steer and it's a big, you know, lots and lots of customers every day and trying to, to help all of those folks. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we got a lot right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that, that companies are, you know, are, when you have a reliable source to make sure that they trust you to make sure that you're, you're bringing good product. Yes. One of the things that you talked about is, yeah, you might be able to get some less expensive components mm-hmm. and some that are available yeah. Right. right. And they might not be to the quality, but instead of sacrificing those values, you're doing the right thing for the customer long term. Because, I mean, you know, who wants who wants the the, the um, lowest price available for the you know bolt that holds the steering wheel on? Right. <laughs> Nobody. Right. You know, right. so so we got to make sure that we keep keep that that straight. One of the things that we're excited about is being able to provide these new platforms. Right. So this this member spotlight, dude, I'm uh, this is you guys are a perfect alignment with that piece. And we're going to be doing more of those. We've got some round tables that we're lining up to do kind of breakout sessions uh, specifically for different departments and, and organizations. Um, and this hit both on the supply chain, but also on the safety side. And I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like coming out of this. I mean, the reality is, is we're probably not going to be doing a lot of plant tours till after the first of the year. Mm-hmm sad to say, but that's just how it is. Um, but, but we want to make sure that we figure out how we can better serve like you guys have done with your customers. Tell us what we can do. You know, if you've got suggestions or ideas of things that we could bring to the table that we're maybe we're not providing, let us know, you know, make sure you're talking to your local supply chain folks that you're working with and tell them the challenges that you're having. They, you know, just cause they might not can fill the order, come up with some creative solutions. Cause I know, I know that the Fastenal team is, is, is great about that. So I'm going to, again, uh, on the page, we'll make sure that we have uh, that video and then maybe a link to pick up one of those books, you know, we'll send, send a few folks, some books out. Um, and then I did want to kind of wrap this up. Well, I always love my favorite question on the planet after I have a conversation with somebody is what was your favorite part about our conversation today? What's your favorite? I do it on plant tours and networking events. I mean, you'll, you'll always hear me do that. But what's your favorite part about today? Yeah, uh, Jason, so much about uh, what I do every day is, is getting the chance to learn something new, to meet new people, and just getting to know you and your organization and, and the value you bring to, to all your manufacturers. You know, um, you know I, I was uh, aware of, of everything you guys did prior to this, but now being involved in this webinar and talking to Jason and, and our local teams, um, I, I just, I see so much more, uh, you know, opportunity for us to share best practices to, to talk about the challenges that we have and uh, really to, to give people new ideas around their supply chain. And whether that's with Fastenal or someone else, uh, we know there's a lot of folks out there who do it, but uh, we just hope that, you know, or I hope that that people have taken a lot away from today. I've loved to get to know you and, and your organization. It's just, uh, 
it's been a real pleasure for me. So I, I, I get to, you know, do a lot of things that I think, you know, normally uh, people wouldn't get to do. So um, it, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing for, for us to be invited onto this and uh, really just uh, appreciate everything that, uh, that you're doing for your members. Cause I know it's really, uh, it's probably going above and beyond what, uh, what they would normally, uh, you know, see from an association or an alliance like right. this. So uh, that's, that's really important to us and giving back to the community and giving back to our customers. And that's what I hope to, uh, to be able to, to continue to do. Right. I, I hope that out of this, I, I just get a flurry of LinkedIn messages or, or emails and, yep. and people saying, Hey, I, I need your help. Right. And, uh, and, and that I have the ability to do that. Cause at the end of the day, um, if there's one thing that, that, that Fastenal does or that I do within my job, I want to be able to help people. I want to make a difference, uh, whether that's safety wise or, supply chain wise or whatever it is. So that, and, and getting our message out there, right. That, that we are, are there to, uh, to help. So yeah. I, I appreciate you lobbing up the opportunity to, uh, to get in front of all, all of our, uh, our, our friends and w within the Alliance and uh, yeah, just, just continue to share and get better. Very cool. That's great stuff. And speaking of it, how do, how do people get a hold to you? What's the, what's the best way to connect with you? Man, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, um, Joseph great. Solhide fast and all you should be able to uh, get me there. Otherwise, it's J-S-O-L-H-E-I-D at fastenall.com. Uh, okay. My phone's, you can talk to my wife and kids. My phone is constantly on me. So uh, if they want to shoot me an email, uh, you know, they can do it there. Um, but uh, either way, I'm, I'm available. Um, if you need my contact information, uh, Jason, I'm sure we'd be happy to post it on the site there. And, uh, you know, we're, we're here and ready to, uh, to help you with, uh, with anything, you know, that you need. And again, Maybe it's not even with Fastenal. Maybe it's me referring you to a friend or a colleague or someone who I'm connected with on LinkedIn or within the Alliance. Uh, we're, we're here to connect people and to, to make people's lives better and, and help you. So um, yeah, just it, it, get a hold of me any way you can, even if you have to, uh, you know, email Jason to get to me. Um, I, I'm happy to take any email or phone call you can send my way. Perfect. Well, that sounds great. Well, and speaking of that, you know, one of the big things that we're doing right now is, is trying to figure out, make sure that we're, we're getting the message to as many people as we can in, in whatever platform that they like. So I know there are a lot of folks that are watching online uh, through Zoom, but if you have not done so, I would really encourage you to go to um, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Stitcher and Spotify and iTunes and Apple Podcasts and you know, a variety of different places like it. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can pretty well find, and you just look for Manufacturing News Network. And make sure that you subscribe so that as these new episodes come out, you'll be able to stay, stay current with that. Um, and if you have any questions about what we're doing with GMA, you know, this, these podcasts, we're finding people all over, the, all over the world are listening to them, which is really cool. I had no idea that the reach would be that big impactful. But, um, but now we're getting communications uh, uh, globally. So feel free to reach out to us at georgiamanufacturingalliance.com. And, um, and, and if there's any way that we can be of a certain assistance to you and service to you, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, with that being said, it has been another great day at GMA. And thank you again, Joe, for all your help and your insights on this. And we'll look forward to seeing you at some of the upcoming events. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jason. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Bus Baby. You take care. Bye -bye. Thank you.